What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of One One Sports Card Sports Card episode. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway. With me, Jared Rich. What's up? So, what's on the slate today? Yes, I know it's cards. I know it's cardboard. Just say it. Got some topics to talk about. Got the national we're talking about. Uh, just you know, of course, the original stuff, news. So, first, let's talk about prison basketball. Apparently, nobody wants it because it's down. To like $900 or under, I think. And retail's not selling either. Is this to be expected? Well, I expected it because it came out the gate way too high. And I don't know if there's any other reasons. Do you have any other reasons why it's down? No, I actually thought it'd be up. Because it was a, it's a very good class. Yeah. Well, I think it's condition issues. Because I don't really watch a ton of Prism. But... From what I've heard, the, the quality control on the cards are terrible. Does that surprise you, though? No. And, I, like, I guess some people don't think this wicked class is very deep with superstar potential. Even though Mobley is and is great, and you got Giddy, who's a triple-double king. You have Cade. Yeah, who's got potential. You got Scotty. I mean, there's, there's some good talent. It's deep. It might not be as good as this year's draft class, but... It's still a solid class, but yeah, with this real prison basketball we cover, this set in particular. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will do. <clears throat> I think it's only down because basketball is over. It came out in a bad, bad spot because usually when prison comes out, they're in season, but they're out of season, so nothing's going on for basketball. And none of these rookies are in talks. Besides, KD is really the only person in talks right now. So Yeah, they picked a bad time to delay it Yeah, after the next season's draft. Yeah, because all the hype's kind of gone for that draft. Now it's under this one. So I think we'll be covered, though, by next year. This might be a good buying opportunity to hold sealed if you like to hold sealed product, which I don't because I hate sealed product. I just do. You do, too. I don't like seal product. I, I mean, if, if, if I'm buying it, I'm going to open yeah, it. If this stuff's down, I'm going to be buying it. If I can find it on the shelves, like retail and stuff, I'll be buying the crap out of it. I love this rookie class. I think this class is deep. Yeah. I really think it is deep. There's a lot of good young players that are in the late first round, early second round that fell. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess with the sports card market going down a little bit, that people are just like, well, why buy it if we know we're not going to pull Mobley or Cade or somebody like that. Yeah, but I think this is a good buying opportunity. I don't know if it's going to fall any more than this. If it does, I think we're looking at a very good buying opportunity of hobby boxes. If you can't afford the hobby boxes, which we can't, not now, probably never, because I'm never going to spend $1,000 on a box ever in my life. Don't kill. I don't kill if it comes with a Tony Grant 101 cut signature auto that's inscribed to me. No, I'd probably buy that for thousand dollars. But well, that's impossible because be? he's dead. But this, if you got the money, buy a hobby box or two, put it in your closet, and forget about it. It's hard to do. It is hard to do. I've I've tried the whole sealed product of Pokemon. It gets open in about twenty minutes. Um, I mean, you went like two days with one. Yeah, I did. I opened it. Yeah. Pull nothing. That's just how it goes. But if you can't buy a hobby, get retail because you know retail's. Somewhat affordable still, forty bucks for if you can find it. Uh, even probably buying off eBay secondary market, I still think there's a lot of room to buy. I mean, I, I haven't seen the secondary market for the, but the secondary market for Prism Football wasn't that much. 
I mean, it was like, what, you can buy it for 40 well, the and then you can go ones, on... The Target ones are up. The Walmart yeah. ones are up because you can't get nothing from the Walmart ones. Yeah, that's... We're going to move on for prison basketball because who cares about prison basketball? I care about prison basketball. All right, let's talk about... We have not talked about this, and it's one of the biggest car things to come out. The National is this weekend. Um, I have never been to the National. Would love to. Uh possibly going to be going next year. No. Yes. Yes, because they're in Atlantic City this year, right? And I'll yep. be in Chicago next year. Yep. That's the one I'll be going to, Chicago, because it's only four hours away from me instead of 12. Yeah. But Atlantic City would be fun to go to because you won't have to get shot, possibly. So, um, the National, if you don't know, and you've been living under a rock, or you just knew into the card hobby, uh, it's the biggest sports card show um, made. It's Ginormous. I watched a lot of videos on it because it's it's just huge. I don't know how many vendors are there every year. Easily thousands, if not more than that. It's in a giant convention. It's two convention halls, isn't it? Combined. It's huge. It It's a three-day show, right? Yeah. It's, it's a four-day show, but the, the first day is for, like, exclusive members only. Yeah. They get paid like, extra for it. Because I know it, like, some of it started... Today and some yesterday, because yeah. I know RBI was setting up yesterday, and Ryan was going around and already yeah. made some deals. And the National is this, it's such a cool environment, because you're just in there with a bunch of other people that just love what you love. But, of course, there's cons, too. There's always going to be negatives, which we're going to talk about some tips, which we'll point out good ones to talk about tips if you've never been there. But we're just going to give you simple tips to help you keep going and stuff. So... Here's a tip. Don't look through every bargain box because you only limit the time schedule. Some people can't go for three, four days. Like if I do, I'm probably going to go for two days. I don't know if I'll be able to go for three days. Depends. But you cannot look through every bargain box. You just can't. Pick and choose. If the table looks good, go through it. If it don't, move on. You just can't look at everything because it's so big. Unless you're speedrunning that thing, like a Minecraft speedrun or something, you're going to miss stuff. So, you know, try and take your time if there's, and always have a plan. Have a plan of what you're looking for. If you're looking for baseball, if you're looking for a certain football player, basketball player, soccer, racing. I mean, there's literally everything here. I mean, there's probably Ghost Field Kids. If you like Ghost Field Kids, it's probably there. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars is huge now for some reason. Bench Rumble College might be there. I don't know. Um. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, but or have a plan of what cards and who you're looking for. Because if you just go in there like blindfolded and don't know what you're looking for, you're going to be overwhelmed. Because we went to the St. Luke's Card Show, and it's overwhelming just on that show. If you don't know what you're going and looking for, you just kind of you find yourself looking at everything, and you get you miss stuff. You overlook stuff. So just have a plan of what you're looking for. And... Do you have any other tips? Got a couple tips? Uh, bring cash. Yes, cash <clears throat> is king. Cash will get everything done better. And you'll probably get a discounted rate on cash instead of PayPal. Uh, if you find a card that you want that you think you can go to another place, Buy another table that uh, could possibly have it for cheaper, don't. Yeah. Because odds are when you come back, it's going to be gone. Because odds are there's someone else looking for that same card as you as well. So, unless it's like a player that you just don't think people's looking for, buy it. Don't buy it. I mean, that's the thing. you got to go with your gut. If you overpay, you overpay. And if you don't 
don't be afraid to show them the cops. Don't be afraid. I know some people get disrespected. I've heard people at shows, you know, like, like, like they have a price tag of, you know, $700, but it goes for 500 right now on eBay. Don't be scared. What are they going to tell you? No? Then you move on. And you say, F you. You move on. You go to the next table. You don't give them your business. And the odds are, you'll probably never see them again after the show. So, don't be afraid to break. Hey, and show them, don't bargaining. Bargaining is going to be your best friend. You know, if you think the price is good, buy it. But if you think you can get a little bit off, it's not, it, it, don't be scared to ask. Can't be scared. If you're going to be scared to ask, you, you're in the wrong hobby. I mean, for most of these guys, that's why they want you to bargain with them because they want these cards gone. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't want, if they weren't going to bargain with you, they wouldn't bring the card and they wouldn't set up. Yeah. But they want the cards gone so that they can make a profit. So they're going to work with you a little bit. Yeah. And here's another tip. The third day is usually the day where most of the bargaining is going to happen because most of them don't want to bring all that stuff home. So they're going to give you more deals on day three than day one. Day one is going to be a little tough to get deals made for like bargaining because it's the fourth day. You don't have so much foot traffic. If I was a seller and it was day one, some dude offered me fifty dollars less than what I have a price that I'd probably say no. Because I could possibly sell it for more, you know, for the next day or two. But if it's day three with three, four hours left in the show and the dude comes to me, hey, you take two hundred instead of two fifty, maybe I'll start bargaining and do two twenty five and give it to the guy. Because you know, he's, these guys want to make money. And that's what the national is. Because you're paying for a spot. I have no clue how much it is, but I'm sure it's not cheap. So they're trying to make the money off of the travel, the spot, just make money so they can get the money for free money. So don't be scared to bargain. Another tip. If you bring in a case with cards in them, do not leave it unattended. Yeah. Because we saw it last year in which there were... Quite a few that were stolen. So just make sure that you know your surroundings if you see any like suspicious activity. Yeah. Uh, And just keep everything on you at all times because I mean, people in this world, especially nowadays, they don't care. They'll take anything. So, and if you see somebody with your stuff, go after them and beat the living poop out of them. Yes. And here's another thing make sure your box has a lock on it or it's a combination. I know it's going to be a pain in the butt to do it every time, but trust me, it's going to save you a lot of time and stuff. And if you are, this goes for a seller and a, a seller and just a normal person walking through. Always bring a backpack because you don't want to carry around five boxes. You don't want to carry around your cards in your pocket. Bring a box, uh, you know, a two-row box can fit perfectly in a backpack or a single-row box. Or you just do a lockbox, you know. Just bring a backpack so you're not carrying it around, you know. And you have to set it down the ground or set it away from you. So it's always in your backpack. And if you're bringing cards to look to trade, don't bring crappy cards. Bring cards that actually, like, somebody would want. Don't bring, like, your 20th year LeBron James base card. Hey, some people might want those, man. RBI. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to think of more tips. You know, it's kind of hard to give you more tips. Um, I'd say... Make sure you eat and stay hydrated because you may not realize it, but you're going to do a lot of walking. It's going to be hot in there because all the body temperature and everything. It's a, it's a big place. You don't think about it. But trust me, those convention centers get hot. I mean, I've been to convention centers many times for other stuff besides sports cars, and it, it gets hot. 
and now. So bring water, eat your breakfast, eat, make sure you take breaks for dinner and stuff, you know. Don't wear yourself out because at the end of the day, it's just cardboard. Don't kill yourself over cardboard, okay? We don't want to see no one die at the National, all right? I think the biggest tip, though, is just... Have uh, fun. Yeah, have fun. Have Be fun. safe yes. and have fun. Be safe. Uh, that's the biggest thing. And don't get too drunk at the trade nights that they're having because I think Ryan's having... Call Collector 2 is having a trade night. Uh, I think it's going to be at the hotel lobby, which there's probably going to be some alcohol. Don't get drunk and puke on cards. We're not very good. <laughs> or get drunk and make a terrible trade that you'll regret. Yeah, because I've seen people do that. <laughs> and uh, don't have any regrets. If you buy a card or you trade a card, don't don't have regrets, you know. It might not turn out the best, but guess what? That's part of the game. And just have fun, as always. This is a hobby. Hobbies are meant to have, be fun. If you're not having fun in a hobby, get out of it. That's what I've always been told, and that's what I've always been stuck by. If you're also bone out, step away for a little bit. And I'm going to tell you what, you might get bone out at this place. Looking at cards for three days straight with people, and I'm going to tell you what, there's going to be some rude people. There's rude people everywhere you go. And if you're like me and you blow up on rude people, just step away. Trust me. Ask <laughs> Nate. I'm, I don't deal with that crap very well. Yeah. So... Just step away if you're getting... I mean, I, I don't either, yeah. especially working in retail for the seven years that I have. Yeah. Just, if you're getting overwhelmed, just step out. Go out in the hallway, just take a deep breath, sit down, get on your phone, look at TikTok, whatever you want to look at. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on from this. It's kind of dragging out. Now, let's go on to... Uh, let's go on to this. So, I don't know if you saw this, but Golding has a card that's going on auction... I think at the National or something like that. It's a triple logo man, one-on-one of Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. This is better than the triple triple logo man of LeBron. This is possibly one of the best basketball cards ever made. It's from 2008 Exquisite, I believe. I it It's not... It's authenticated. It's not graded. It's just authenticated. But it's a beautiful card. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful card. I uh, wish I had the mind to buy it, but... What do you want to talk about now? How much will this go for? What does LeBron go for? Uh, like four mil, five mil, something like that. This will easily be over ten. I mean, we said that about. I said that about the LeBron, yeah. and the LeBron was a major disappointment. Yeah. But I mean, this is three of the greatest players ever. I mean, honestly, LeBron and Jordan, one and two, the best players ever. Um, and Kobe, just a fan favorite. Yeah. So definitely over ten mil. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with. Some stupid amount because this is the three most popular names in the hobby, and all in one card. It's all game used logo men, and the LeBron went for five mil itself. So that's gonna be five mil right there. And this is Cavs LeBron, and this is Young LeBron. So that's gonna give it more value, I think. Kobe, I don't know how much his logo man's go for. And then we have Jordan, which has there ever been a logo man of Jordan sold? I don't know. I don't. I've never seen any. So this might be the first logo man of Jordan. I've seen Kobe once. I've seen LeBron once, but I don't think I've ever seen a Jordan. If we're wrong, please don't crucify us. Okay, I don't pay attention to basketball cards or Jordan cards because, quite frankly, I don't like Jordan. I don't collect them. But when you have news like when you have a card like this, you've got to talk about it because it's this is a big card. I'm gonna go with twenty plus mil, but I'm gonna go with twenty plus mil because LeBron goes for five itself. 
and then Matt Magic. Okay. Jordan and Levon and Kobe, it's going to go 20 plus mil easily. I could see 5 mil for each. I'm going to say around 16, 17. I'm going to go to 20 because it's exquisite, which is up a deck. Up a deck's no longer a thing for basketball. And exquisite is one of the most popular sets I've ever made. And that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. So let's go with the buy, sell, and hold. Let's start with baseball. Are we not talking about releases? Do releases first. Tops 2 of 1 dropped today for baseball. It's a good set, but very expensive for only two, three cards. That's hit or miss. Eminence football drops Friday, as well as prestige football. So, yeah, it's releases. Get your wallets ready. Yeah. Oh, and Garbage Pill Kids Bookworms did drop today, too. If you want Garbage Pill Kids, Frankenstein. <laughs> if he heard us saying that, he'd probably punch us in the face. Yeah, probably. Uh, so buy, sell, hold. Let's go with baseball. We're going to go with a retired player who just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. I kind of want to start doing some older players, too, instead of the newer players, because we'll start one out of older play- newer players. And older players still have investability. Go with David Ortiz. I'm not going to go off on David like I did John Carlo. Also, I'm sorry if I offended anybody with John Carlo. Um, I don't hate him that much. Not that much. He's just one of your least favorite players. Yeah. Um. Of course, I would not burn his cards. I would not burn anybody's cards. Besides the Zaza Pachulia? Yeah. David Ortiz, not a huge fan. Uh, one of the best DHs ever. He is the first DH to make the Hall of Fame in the first ballot. I mean, what he went through early in his career, being undrafted and getting cut and then signing with the Red Sox, uh, I'd invest in Ortiz. I mean, he was a great player. Everybody loves Big Poppy, uh, especially Boston fans. I mean, his speech after the Boston Marathon bombing is one of the best speeches I've ever heard. And who would have thought coming out of David Ortiz when you can't even understand what he says. But I'd invest. Uh, if you already have stuff, I'd keep holding on to it. I don't know how much he's going up. His right cards now. are up pretty high right now. His wiki cards are up pretty high. Uh, his 97 Fleer, I think, is his hottest card right now. Uh, if they're if they're up and you think that it's the most it's going to go for, which, I mean, it could possibly be since he just got inducted, yeah. uh, sell. But honestly... Right now, if... Yeah, sorry. Honestly, Ortiz is... He's always going to be high because he's a fan favorite. Yeah. Big Poppy. I'm a big, big... I'm a huge Big Poppy fan. Um, I love him. I've always liked him. He's just... He's so funny. He's a... I don't know how you can't like the guy. I mean, he's. Just, I don't like him as a player. I like him as he's a, a great, commentator. He's a, he's a great human being. He's just and he played the game of baseball so good. From his story of the Twins getting him, and they cut him within like a year, if that. And the Red Sox took the chance on him, and they developed him into the best DH ever, possibly. And he's just a fan favorite, and Boston loves him. Everybody loves him. I mean, Big Poppy. He just doesn't. This doesn't. This. If you have his cards, hold on to him. But like you said, he did just get inducted. His cards are all very high. So if you, if you have his cards, you're not a huge, huge fan, and you kind of need the money. I would sell right now. But if he has like his autos and Red Sox jerseys, I'd keep those because. What other autos is he gonna have? I think he does have a rookie auto from the Twins. Possibly. I don't know. I really looked at his Twins cards. If you're looking for David Ortiz wiki cards, his name is not David Ortiz on his Minnesota card. It is a different name. It's David. It's his other name. But when he got, he wanted to go by Ortiz instead of his other name. He's got a, a different last name. I didn't know that. On his twin, on his Twins. So that's all. That's probably a possible 
you know, you look through bargain boxes possibly, or junk racks though, because it is 97. Look up for that, just like Livio Puello, who doesn't have the Force Bowman emblem on his card. It is his Force Bowman, so make sure you get him, because he's a very good prospect. And make sure somebody doesn't steal him. And steal him. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I followed him. You did not borrow him. I was like, I'm going to buy this, and then you just decide to look through it, and you're like, oh, I didn't take this, man. <laughs> and then what you do, you end up buying it. So, basketball. I'm going to go with one of your favorite players on the Spurs, David Devin Vassell. David? Devin Vassell, um, invest. Buy. His stuff's relatively cheap. It has gone up uh, a little bit after how he played last year. But this guy, he's going to, honestly, right, he's going to be the best player on Spurs for a while. He's better than Kilden. Uh He's a great 3 and D. He's better than Primo. But everybody's better than Primo. Um, he's a great 3 and D player. Uh, invest in this guy. Um, I know that Spurs players don't go for a lot unless they're well-known like DeJounte was last year. But this guy is going to turn some heads. The Spurs could be, I mean, they have a lot of draft capital in the next few years. They know how to develop players. They know how to uh, build a team. So, I mean, every year you see the Spurs right around the playoff uh, bubble. Except for this year. Yeah, this year they're not going to. Um, I mean, unless something happens. But invest, uh, buy, hold. He's going to be, he could be an all-star in the future. I don't know much about Devin. I don't want really to watch a lot of Spurs games because I'm never on TV. And I don't follow the Spurs like you do because they're not my favorite team. Uh, but I do know Vassell is a solid basketball player. and know he's got a lot of potential and talent. Uh, the only thing that scares me, though, is being in San Antonio. Not a lot of people invest in San Antonio players unless they're very well-known, like you said, like Kawhi and DeJounte, who's no longer there. A thing could be for the Spurs, though, the, if they they could be moving to Austin in the future uh, to get a bigger market city instead of San Antonio. Yeah. So that could also help if that ends up going through. I hope it doesn't because, I mean, nobody wants to be the Austin Spurs. That's their G League team. Yeah, I mean, Vassell's Solid. If I had, if I was gonna buy a younger basketball player, I would probably would buy some of him. So buy an old because he can't be very good. I mean, I have how many orders did I buy? I think I have like four or five of his orders that I bought for like 10, 15 bucks a piece, and now each of them are going for thirty or forty bucks. Yeah. So let's go with football. Let's go with the guy that just got paid but is forced to watch film. Kylo Murray. Uh, Baby Yoda. I I like Kyler Murray. But see how he does this year. The Cardinals aren't going to be that good, unfortunately. Uh, they're not as good as they were a few years ago. Honestly, for Kyler, if you like him a lot, invest. He has not grown that much over the last few years. Um, maybe he takes a step in the right direction by watching film, which he's now forced to do. But I have a few Kyler rookie cards. Honestly, he, he does sell very well. I mean, a lot of people like Kyler Murray. But honestly, hold on to him for maybe the next few years. I know he dealt with injury problems last year. Uh, hopefully he doesn't do that this year. But, I mean, his stuff's up there in price. Uh, so, honestly, I would just hold. If he doesn't have a good few years, the next few years, I'd be selling. Because I don't, I don't see this Cardinals team doing much, yeah. especially in their division with the 49ers. 
with Trey Lance now at quarterback, I mean, they have a very bright future. And, I mean, the Rams are always going to be good. Yeah. I'm not a big Kyle fan because he's, one, he's undersized for the QB. And he does get hold a lot. But we saw him. He was MVP candidate. He was the MVP last year until he got home. But that was when he had a good team. He does not have a good team now. I think he's too expensive for what he's done. He really has no academics. Accolades. Sorry. Academics? Yeah. He has no accolades. He does have academics. He went to Oklahoma. Yeah. He has no accolades. I mean, he hasn't been to a playoff. He's been to the playoffs. Has he? I don't think he's won a playoff game. Yeah. He's I mean, he's proven to be a solid QB, but he just doesn't have anybody around him. I mean, everybody's gone. DeAndre Hopkins is gone. That's a big blow. He's there, but I guess he is suspended. Yeah. Although it came out that he wasn't suspended, but I did some fantasy drafts for football, and it says that he is suspended. So, honestly, I have no idea if he's going to have DeAndre Hopkins. That would be a big help if he does. And also, uh, his teammates aren't really... He's turned into, like, the Colin Sexton of football. He's not a team player. He's not a great leader, which is a problem as a quarterback. The good thing is is that he... uh, His coach, they got him from college. Um, He does... They do run a college system which is weird for an NFL team, but it works with Kyler Murray because he's a great he was a great college player at Oklahoma. So I'm just gonna say hold. I'm not gonna say sell. I'm not gonna buy yet. Just hold if you have his cards. If you don't have his cards, I guess you can buy one or two, just stay away from him. There's better QBs to invest in them that are cheaper. There's a better QB in that division to invest in. Yeah. In Trey Lance. You used to love Trey Lance, don't you? I do love Trey Lance. He was finally named the starter. Oh, why? Let's go with the overweighted or underweighted. This is the last thing on the slate. SGC slabs. Underrated. I want to tell you why. They look good with the black and white. I wish they were. They held more resale value. They have caught up to Beckett, though, from what I've seen, because I was going to submit some cards. I was going to submit some cards to PSA before I realized that. They're just screwing people even more because that's what PSA does because their $18 per card is actually to collector club members only. So, And the declared value is nothing. Yeah. $200. I could grade a piece of my crap and could get more than that just because it's in a PSA slab. So uh, SGC has honestly became the second best company with Beckett right now because Beckett, I mean, it's bad enough that they shut down for a while and they're still quite expensive. SGC still cheaper to grade with. Yeah. And Beckett, their website is all sorts of screwed up to um, submit cards. Uh, so SGC, I I love SGC. I wish they'd take over for PSA. Their sides look better, which doesn't take much for PSA. But yeah, I'm a big fan of SGC slabs. Y'all know I hate PSA. If you've been following this for a while, the the black and white goes with every card. The black just goes with everything. The white on the slab looks good. I wish they can change this, this, the, the color of the label to, like, the team color or the color of the card. Like, if you have a green, it'd be green. So, basically, like, do what HGA is. Yeah, does. but the slab's better than HGA, and it's high quality, actually. Yeah. And the resale value is creeping up. It wasn't unless... But, like, my thing is, they're cheap. The turnaround times are really good. And you're, you're able... I would not send, you know, your high-end cards into SGC. Like, I'm not going to send my Noelle Marte auto in. Okay, I'm not going to do that. If I'm going to send that in, I'm going with Beckett. Screw PSA. Because uh, Force Bowman card, 
autos of Bettle and a Beckett slab, in my opinion. Beckett slab is the better. My favorite slab is Beckett, though, but I'm not paying for that. SGC is a good second. But I just like them. They look good. I'm going to send a lot of my PC cards into them. A lot of my Pokemon I want to send into there because the black just looks good with the Pokemon. I know you don't probably don't care about it, but I do. Because I want my cards to look good when I'm on display. Why not the red and white? No, because none of my cards... Go- the Gyarados will look good, though, in the PSA. But shiny Gyarados, not the blue Gyarados. But, yeah, but all the cards look good in SG Slabs. There has not been one single card I've seen in SG Slab. I'm like, that is freaking disgusting. It makes me want to stab my eyeballs out of my head. I'm just glad that the resale value is going up for yeah. As it should. There should not be one main. Yeah. I'm, I don't want the dynasty of sports cards. When that's been, PSA's been the dynasty of grading. It's PSA and nothing. We've all been told, we've all been brainwashed. Everyone's been brainwashed by all these investors, all these people that just got into the hobby. PSA! PSA's the only way to go with false. You're an idiot. Well, you're, you're saying these other ones start to creep up yeah. as PSA still shut down. And people are not happy with PSA because PSA's been screwing up a lot lately. Yeah. And I'm just tired of all the people saying, oh, you got to go to PSA if you want to make the most money. No, no, you really don't. You can go to SDC and make quicker money than what you can at PSA. Sorry, it's smarter investing. The faster money you can get, the faster you can get money in, the better, the more money you'll make overall than the more money you just, if I send in five cards to PSA for, was it, $100 a card, it's going to take three, four months possibly. Maybe even longer than that. If I send five cards to SCC that are cheaper than those cards, let's say the PSA cards sell for $250 a piece in tens. Let's say I send five... Here, I'll, get, I'll give you an actual example because I did this the other day. Justin Herbert rated rookies for PSA. PSA tens are about... 150 to 175. SGC 10s are about 125, in between 125 and 150. So, would you rather send a card to PSA and wait? Three to four months, if not long. So, that possibly, that when the season starts and people are wanting Justin Herbert stuff, stuff like that, what if Justin gets hurt? Like, knock on wood, which I'm doing right now. Hopefully that doesn't happen, because I love Justin. But, why risk that opportunity? And with any player, any player can get hurt. At any given time. I mean, you see it. SGC, you're going to get it back in... Two, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they have changed it a it's little a month, bit. They're getting... Yeah. Like a month. But I mean, a month is still better than... Yeah. Two, three months. Or possibly like seven to a year, yeah. knowing PSA. So, being able to get the card in hand, if you lose like $20, $30, $40, I mean, guess what? You're making that up by sending it to SGC, which is what, like $25, 30 yeah. to grade? PSA is a hundred, so that's seventy five, sixty to seventy five dollars yeah. that you're saving there. Yeah. So honestly, it, it adds up, and you're actually making more money than and you would one because with you can PSA. get it faster. Yeah, and you can invest that in more cards, or you can just sell out on that player and make more money faster than long term. I know you want to make the most money possible. We've all been told you want to make the most money possible, but you also going to make money the fastest because bills and stuff aren't slowing down. It's getting more expensive. Bills just keep coming in. You know, if you pay bills and everything, stuff just keeps coming in. You can't wait five months for that money to come in. You know, so... Yeah, you're not going to be like... You're, that you, own a ha- you own a house yeah. or something like that and a house payment comes due and you're going to be like, talk to your landlord and you're going to be like, hey, give me five months so I can get this, uh, like... 
Tom Brady rookie card back from PSA, and then five months comes along and you still don't have it back, and your landlord's like, "Well, guess what? You know, you're no longer living here." And next thing you know, you're living in a cardboard box on the street, or you're building a cardboard thing, a cardboard house out of your base cards if you even keep them. Can we do that? Ask Brady. He probably has enough of them. So do you. But uh, yeah. So quicker is better. Yeah, some stuff. In cards, quicker's better. We're not going into other stuff. Okay, now that we've ranted about PSA again for another, <laughs> like, ten minutes. That's all I got. That's all I have to. So thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Um, we'll recap some. There's probably going to be some selling at the National that, like, breaks a record or some crap like that. Yeah. I mean, you know it's going to happen. Or someone gets shot in the National yeah. or caught. Or, you know, Frankenstein's in the news because he finally had enough of tops with garbage pail kids, and he goes up and, like, murders everybody at the tops table. <laughs> I can see it happening. Yeah. Oh, here's another thing real quick. If you guys have... Panini Redemptions that ain't get redeemed, which you probably have all of them not get redeemed. <laughs> uh, just go to Panini's thing and you can get the black box or the blue box or something like that, which is probably what I'm going to do to get my bowl bowl. So, so don't forget it. But be prepared to stand in line for about five hours. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And as always, keep on collecting.